This is BetQL Daily with the Joes. Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Final seconds are going to tick off the clock here. Strother, that one's going to ricochet out of bounds. What a night to the Gales. We got stuff being thrown on the floor. This thing's over. Battle down, down the hatch. Look at Moraga. Holy smokes. Our broadcast table is out on the court right now. Oh, my goodness. What a win for the Gales. They take down number one on an historic night in college basketball. Welcome on in BeckQL Daily right here on the BeckQL Network. Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Monday. The call there from Saturday, I was going to say the upset on Saturday, but there were a lot of upsets on Saturday in college basketball. March Madness is a couple weeks away, but I think it started on Saturday, Aaron. Not only did number one Gonzaga go down to 23 St. Mary's, but number two Arizona goes down to Colorado. Number three Auburn goes down to Tennessee. Number four Purdue goes down to Michigan State. Number five, Kansas goes down to Baylor. And number six, Kentucky goes down to Arkansas. The top six teams in college basketball all lose on the same day. That's pretty historic stuff, and it, I think it sets us up for what's going to be a wild march here. Yeah, we have never seen this happen, Joji. All the top six teams in college basketball going down this weekend. And it really makes you think we this is setting up to be a really chaotic NCAA tournament because you don't know what's going to happen. I mean, a lot of these teams are closer than we think. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be crazy. I'm excited. You know, we've got a couple weeks here to prepare and dive into these teams. And um, that was nuts. That was really crazy. Over it was wild. I couple, literally was like laying in bed watching basketball all great. weekend. <laughs> now, a couple of these weren't really that surprising, right? Like Tennessee beating Auburn. I mean, those teams are pretty darn close, and they're and it's a it's a conference game. Um, Kansas Baylor. I mean, it's they're very even teams. Like a couple of them really weren't surprising. And the way Arkansas has played, I wasn't surprised that that happened with Kentucky. But a couple of them, I mean, were I mean Colorado that win over Arizona was a significant upset. And although we talked about it a little bit on Friday, Aaron, when, when you were out, uh, the Purdue, the Purdue loss to Michigan State, still surprising. So I would say about three of them were like, whoa. And the other three, it's like, okay, this is just kind of normal conference basketball and college basketball. Yeah, I mean, you expect some of this to happen. Um, I think big picture, some of these losses don't change a whole lot. But then some of them, you know, you look at, these teams and it seems like the middle is better than it's ever been um you know and you look at some of these fringe top 25 teams maybe like a Yukon Illinois Wisconsin um you know some of these teams are a lot better so it seems like the gap is has really been closing um and a lot of these teams are just closer than ever before yeah they are and I, I'm sh- Aaron I'm sure you saw this it was wild when I, I saw the numbers so a 100 leg 100 six leg parlay Money line bet. So if you if you went hundred bucks on a six leg money line parlay on the upset of all of those right all those games we talked about, it would have netted you thirty seven thousand five hundred dollars. Hundred bucks to win thirty seven five on on Saturday. Man. I don't know why I don't think of these things, Joe G. I mean, I could have easily just put that in. Been having a great Monday. <laughs> you wouldn't have even shown up. You would have taken the week off. Listen, I'm out. I just won 37000 
right i mean one of these days i did do something crazy like that last week where i was like we we always talk about these crazy parlays so i was like why not and like out of like i think it was an 11 leg parlay and two did not hit but i was like dang i need to just put a dollar on these things more often because eventually something's gonna hit yeah i mean that was a crazy day in college hoops and it's interesting and we'll talk some futures in college coming up here a little bit but i was reading yesterday uh, Joe Lunardi was quoted as saying that the day basically had no effect on anything because everybody lost, right? It's not like, you know, one, two, three lose, and then four is going to be the one team that jumps up and steals it. Right. Like may- maybe Duke, because they took care of business against um, against Syracuse, maybe it bumps them up a little bit. But, I mean, for the most part, it's almost like, it's almost like the weekend didn't happen because everyone just adds a loss to their resume. Yeah, yeah. And one interesting team that kind of stood out to me, Kentucky lost to an Arkansas team that has now won 13 out of its last 14 games. So if you're looking at one of the hottest teams in basketball right now, Arkansas has got to be right out up there playing some really good basketball. Oh, they've been incredible. And the other one that I think fits that bill as well is, is Tennessee. They're up to 21 and 7, uh, 12 and 4 mm-hmm. in the SEC. They knock off Auburn. My my Auburn Tigers lose. I'm not surprised they lost that game. Um to Tennessee on Saturday, but I, I I haven't looked yet. I'm sure Paul Aspen has at what the number has switched to on Tennessee because Paul has been all over Tennessee futures here. Did the number move? It has. So it is down to the best Final Four price you can find is plus nine fifty down to twelve to, down from twelve to one. Right. And uh, there are some thirty five to ones out there now, and some forty five to forty. 40 to ones down from 45 to one, 50 to one. Joe G and I went in on Tennessee at 50 to one to win it all. So feel pretty good about where they're at. They're just one of those teams, kind of like Texas Tech a couple of years back. They're going to suffocate you with defense. And if they can just get hot at the right time, which they were not hot for the whole game, but they got hot at the right time at the end right. of that Auburn game. Like that's what you're kind of hoping for. You just see it happen six yeah. times in a row. And also the matchups, too, I think, because so many of these teams are just so close. I think it's going to come down to who's getting hot at the right time as well as the matchups. Yeah, it it is interesting that they are they're a hot team right now. And that number is moving. We'll keep an eye on it. So the NBA, the college basketball was great this weekend. Tons of upsets on Saturday. And then the NBA, the James Harden debut Friday night. It continued into yesterday. This looks pretty good. Let's hear from Embiid, Harden, as they blow the doors off the Knicks late late yesterday afternoon. Unstoppable. Man, what are you really going to do? Uh, he's a, a great passer. And obviously, I got someone that, attract, uh, that attracts a lot of attention to. Uh, so you got to make a decision. Do you, you know, stay on me or do you stay on them? And, you know, if you want to go both of us, uh, you know, with the other guys, uh, now you got, you know, Mat- Matisse diving to the rim, uh, you know, wide open shooters. Uh, that just, I got one job to do, and it's to make shots, man. That's all we got to keep doing. Uh, like I was saying in the locker room, I'm happy I don't have to post up every single possession. So, you know, it's great. We are a long way to go. This is our game two for me. You know, it's a long way to go. But I like the, the direction that we're in, especially defensively. That's going to be... Um, we hang our hats on. Like, if we can get stops off uh, offensively, it's going to be pretty easy. We got shooting. Uh, we got attacking. Aaron, the voices there of Joel Embiid, James Harden. They're making it look easy the first two games together. They blow the doors off the Wolves on Friday. 
And and that one was kind of predictable because Timberwolves had played Thursday, so it was a back-to-back for them. I was like, yeah, Sixers are going to win this game. This won't be a big deal. But then they play the Knicks yesterday, and I wasn't quite as sure. And that game was kind of close, and then they pull away late. But, I mean, how Aaron, James Harden, his first two games as a Sixers, averaged 27-14-9. I think that hamstring is is just fine right now. Exactly. Um, I'm kind of having FOMO because – Embiid and DeRozan are right there in the MVP race. And the Wizards, I mean, both the Joes have got some good players on their teams to talk about, but here I am with the Wizards. But yeah, I mean, this has been so fun to watch. Um, I love how Embiid said, this is the most uh, wide open I've ever been in my career. Um, he, you know, Harden's finally playing with a true big man. Um, I think the thing is you still don't know exactly what you're going to get from the Sixers team and from this Nets team, but so far I'm liking it. Uh, what I see from the Sixers are fun to watch. Yeah. And the one thing about them, uh, if you're watching their games, get ready to watch long games because they go to the free throw line all the times and beat always mm-hmm. does. And Harden always does. And now they're together. It's like, they're going to live at the free throw line. Ye- yesterday they attempted 40 four free throws in that game it's I mean it's 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 insane and Joel had like 27 all by himself so uh it's interesting Aaron with the MVP stuff and and we'll talk some futures coming up but when the trade first went down my first thought was like all right this is actually going to hurt Embiid because he's not going to score as many points but he's getting easy buckets now it feels like it's his his to lose now and I remember couple months ago bringing it up like man should we bet on Embiid for MVP that was really when nobody was talking about it remember and you're like gosh he just can't stay healthy for a full season I was like facts I'm probably gonna pass and now it's like ah why I I play so many futures and it's just not the right one sometimes it's the worst when you miss it but like and we missed he was at 40 to 1 at some point late December we just we all missed that one he is it's, it's, I think he's plus it's 110 where I'm looking still, right now. Yeah, I was just going to say. Yeah, still plus it's, money, but it's, it's the value. DeRozan still has some value, though. That you have it at what? You have DeRozan at 20? Yeah, something like I have to double check. He's 11 right now, 11 to 1. And the way Embiid is just flying downhill off that high screen and roll, that is just fun to watch. I mean, he's, I mean, makes you worry a little bit with his injury history. Like, like, all right. But that is like right. multiple times, just possession after possession. Just like he seems not that he, I mean, he's playing like an MVP, but even more reinvigorated with James. In the has there ever been a player that is so predictable that like when he's engaged and healthy, he's great. Like James Harden. And then when he doesn't want to try, he's remember that game. It was like three weeks ago, four weeks ago against the Kings before he left the nets. He had four points. I mean, James yeah. Harden get four points in, in 10 seconds if he wants to. Like, and I've watched both versions of that in Houston. Like, you saw him when he was engaged, and you saw him when he wasn't, yeah. and it was kind of right. night and day. And, you know, you have the same dynamic with, you know, Dwight Howard and, you know, Joel Embiid, but they didn't really mesh so much down there. They had their moments, but it never really worked out. Here, I mean, again, two games in, but it seems like a very – the best start you could possibly hope for. But Harden also was amazing for the Nets before he was injured right. last year too. It's almost like you're going to get a cu- couple amazing months out of him before he disengages again. That's hey, if you're a Sixers <laughs> fan, that's that's all you need. Give, give yeah, us a couple exactly. months, everything after that, whatever. Yeah, right. the summer so this throws is right around. At the right and, time. Yeah, this is it, it's it, they're all in for right now. Like it's not about the big picture anymore. It's about right now. And they've got two great players. So the Sixers win yesterday. And then how about the other game yesterday that kind of caught everyone's attention? The Mavericks were down 
19 with 10 to play versus the Warriors. I mean, this seemed like it was dead. And they come back. They outscore Golden State 32 to 13 in the fourth to win this game. Let's hear from Steve Kerr. He's been talking to like this a lot lately, learning lessons and big picture. I think Steve Kerr's starting to run out of answers with his basketball team. It's a good lesson for us. We've got to we got to understand this is you know, NBA games turn you know on a on a dime. I mean, it just uh, it it happens quickly, and you got to be able to withstand that. And we can't just say, well, when Draymond and Andre are back, we'll we'll be better. It doesn't doesn't matter who's out there. Uh, so we've got to do a better job of uh, executing under pressure and and maintaining confidence. Aaron, they just can't defend without Draymond Green. I mean, yesterday the Mavericks had 50% yeah. from the field, 38% from three. They can't defend. I mean, it, it feels like every week we're playing a cut like this from Steve Kerr where they're blowing a game and he's like, ah, we'll learn from this. Here's what I've learned. You need Draymond. That, that's what you yeah. need right now. It feels like we've been saying that for about a month now as well. So it's interesting in the West because the Warriors aren't playing well. How about the Lakers? Absolutely dominated by New Orleans last night, 123.95. I don't know, Joji, if the Lakers can turn this thing around. I went to teamrankings.com. They have the most difficult remaining schedule. They've got Suns twice, Warriors twice, the Jazz, Sixers, Cavs, Nuggets twice. Oh, by the way, the Nuggets are a team to watch out for because if they get Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. back, which they are expected to soon, they could make a run. They have the easiest remaining schedule. Um, I think I might fade the Lakers every day in lightning bets. <laughs> I think you should. Last week, uh, Joe and I put in futures for like win totals because uh, FanDuel had updated the book on the win totals. You could do it again. We both took the under on the Lakers. It was like 38 and a half. I don't think they're getting there. I don't think they're getting to 39 wins. And I saw the, the clip last night of Jeannie Buss walking out in the third quarter. Not mm -hmm. good. Like the owner of the team, just like yeah, walking out of the game. Like it's it's ugly in that. And then room. you had the drama where LeBron had to come out and say that he's committed to being with the team when there is all this stuff about he wants to play with his son. He'll go wherever. Who knows? But all I know is it's not working out there, and I don't have faith that they're going to turn this thing around. Like we've seen um, in the odds, like the sports books hadn't quite adjusted, and it took them a while. Um, you see the Lakers losing value now, but it's like, nah. I mean, I know they have LeBron, but come on, it's not working. And they're only two. I mean, I, I still think they'll make it because ten teams get in because they have the play-in thing. But they're only I don't two. know, Joe G. With the with their schedule, I wouldn't be shocked if they even miss the playoffs. They're they're only two and a half games up, like clear on a playoff spot. If they miss the playoffs in a Western Conference that has you know, two teams right now that will make it with sub 500 records. What an embarrassment for the whole LeBron experience. I know they won a title, but like that would be a, a bad moment if they can't make the playoffs. They've lost five of their last six. And when I tell you, look up their remaining schedule, it is not easy. They're going to have to turn it around miraculously to make the playoffs. Yeah, they have to. They have to get going now. And the other big thing this week, at least for the show, Aaron, if you want to jump on now, you can. We made uh, Jake Hassan convince us on a futures bet in college baseball, the College World Series. We were all upset it. on Friday because there's still no MLB agreement. So we went in on Liberty to win the College World Series. I think it was 150 to 1. 150 three to 1, and, baby. 3 and 0 oh this weekend for Liberty? We're yes, sir. Now. Let's go. All right, Aaron, you, in, this, you gotta, in this next break, I, I'm placing the bet. 
we're in. We're all in here on Becky All Daily. All right, we'll come back. More on the NBA. We'll look forward to futures. Aaron's already ready to fade the Lakers, and it's a big week for a big week for an Eastern Conference team. That's coming up next. Joe G. Aaron Hawks with Becky All Daily right here on the Becky All Network.